Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, September 20th, 5.46 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures up five and a quarter at 6.83 and a half. November soybeans up one and a half at 14.62 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat up six and a half at 8.37. December Kansas City wheat up five and a half at 9.15 and a quarter. December spring wheat up two and a quarter at 9.20 and a half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it as always. Leave me a rating, leave me a review on that Apple Podcast app in particular. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button. Leave me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of charts graphics weather info my daily subscriber only videos are part of this deal yesterday i did a video called will the fed kill the corn market part two Uh, this was an update on a video that i did a while back regarding the fed interest rates the potential for a recession all of those things and its potential impact on the corn market on our grain markets especially if you guys are interested in this sort of content sign up today i'll shoot you over this video it's 50 bucks a month you can cancel it at any time there's no other fee there's no other obligation nobody will try to sell you anything else this is an information only service uh nothing other than that most of the uh subscribers that i have i'd say nine out of ten are farmers the other uh you know ten percent uh involved in agriculture traders people along those lines so if you guys are interested in this stuff sign up today tons of content from me and uh that's it so uh check it out today guys the early stages of u.s corn harvest uh continue so the crop is seven percent harvested nationally up from five last week uh just below the eight percent average states that are ten percent done with corn harvest or better include texas kansas missouri kentucky tennessee and north carolina you've got some early progress in iowa illinois indiana nebraska south dakota places like that the crop is 40 percent mature nationally in corn versus 25 last week 45 on average so a little bit behind in terms of maturity Uh, crop ratings declined 52 percent good to excellent down from 53 the week prior below the 61 percent average so we know that this corn crop or corn yields nationally are going to be below trend to what extent we don't exactly know we know usda's take on the situation we know the private groups take on the situation i imagine that the estimates change a little bit as time goes on U.S. soybean harvest has started. The crop is 3% harvested nationally, uh, up from nothing last week, below the 5% average. Louisiana is 48% done with uh, soybean harvest. Mississippi, 34% done. So your Delta area is moving along. Most other states just getting started here. USDA indicated that 42% of the crop dropping leaves versus 22% last week and 40% on average. The crop is rated, uh, soybeans, 55% good to excellent nationally, down from 50 I'm sorry, 55% good to excellent, down from 56 last week, 61 on average. Guys, if you have uh, yield reports from your neighborhood, drop them in the comments. I don't discuss yield reports here. I feel like they're just, they're they're too scattered. They don't paint a a broad enough picture for me to really uh, discuss individual yield reports. But if you guys have some stuff that you want to drop in the comments, I'd absolutely love to see it. U.S. winter wheat planting continues. That crop 21% planted nationally, up from 10 last week, 17 on average. 
States that are 10% complete or better in regard to winter wheat planting include Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, Colorado, South Dakota, Montana, Idaho, Washington, and Oregon. Very little SRW wheat planting has occurred in the Midwest uh, to this point. Your HRW areas in the Southern Plains continue to deal with severe drought. USDA indicated last week that 54% of all U.S. winter wheat areas are experiencing a drought, including the majority of HRW areas. Uh, U.S. spring wheat harvest is 94% complete uh, versus 85 last week, right on par with a 94% average. Looking at the weather here this morning, there's some rain on the radar over this, um, like, north central part of minnesota and other than that there's really not much anywhere going on maybe some scattered stuff in north dakota montana uh, places like that looking at the next seven days looks like maybe a little bit of rain over the uh, kansas nebraska border here is possible maybe out into colorado and then the rest of the corn belt and the plains you know maybe up to a half an inch at best uh, some of the far eastern corn belt like eastern ohio places like that could see some rain as well six to ten eight to fourteen continue to look generally dry and and warmer than normal so so uh, this is a good looking harvest weather, I guess, for the most part. Wheat planting in Ukraine uh, moves forward. The country's ag minister estimated that 9% of expected areas have been planted. They have not provided a production forecast, but they did discuss an acreage decline of 15 to 20% versus last year. This year, Ukrainian farmers harvested only 19 million metric tons of wheat, down from 32 to the year prior. So that's a decline of more than 40%. And the sharp declines, of course, are a result of Russia's invasion and related issues. USDA estimates that Ukraine was the world's ninth largest uh, wheat, wheat producer this past year. They had been the seventh largest prior to the invasion. So their uh, production has dropped off drastically. Estimates for Russia's wheat crop are growing. ICAR pegged the crop at 99 million metric tons, up from 97 previously. USDA's got the crop at 92. They've got exports at 47.5 million metric tons. Uh, USDA's got that number at 42. So um, this is uh, something that could cap global wheat prices. I mean, Russia's the world's biggest exporter. They've got a big crop. They're going to have a lot to export. Uh, they're competitive, whereas here in the U.S., we're really not. U.S. exporters sold soybeans to China. USDA reported a flash sale of 136,000 metric tons. It's about 5 million bushels of soybeans to Chinese buyers for delivery during the current marketing year. USDA, of course, uh, last Thursday released some backdated export sales data. So we now know that the current book of U.S. soybean commitments uh, for the current marketing year is the second best of the last 10 years seasonally. So we've got a strong look and export book uh, for the moment. Gas prices continue to fall, although some people believe that they're near a bottom. AAA had a nice report uh, on their website here yesterday. So they reported that the national average gas price has declined for nearly 100 consecutive days after peaking in June. Andrew Gross, who is a AAA spokesperson, said this. All streaks have to end at some point, and the national average for a gallon of gas has fallen $1.34 since its peak in mid-June. But there are big factors tugging on global oil prices, war, COVID, economic recession, and hurricane season. All this uncertainty could push oil prices higher, likely resulting in slightly higher pump prices. Um, that's just speculation. But the national average sat at 367 yesterday after peaking at 502 on June 14th. So you've really seen a, a pretty phenomenal decline in gas prices. They're still high, but uh, much cheaper than they were uh, just a few months ago. 
Remember, guys, October grain options expire on Friday. If you have any remaining open positions there, make sure you take a look. Uh, the live cattle market was mixed yesterday. Feeder cattle were higher. There was some uh, light cash trade reported in the Western Corn Belt at 147 which would have been up like 3 or $4 versus last week. I don't know if that's just an anomaly or if we'll see more of that uh, this week, but something to be aware of. U.S. dollars a little bit higher. The uh, stock market's lower ahead of the cash open. The uh, S&P's down 16 Dow Jones down 100. Remember, the Fed's out tomorrow afternoon with uh, their interest rate announcement. That's the big deal for the outside markets this week. Bonds are off. Precious metals mixed. Crude oil is down 21 cents in the November WTI at 85.15. Have a great day today, guys. I will talk to you Wednesday.